You go and be a warrior, because I'm going to go be a mother. <gasps> You're pregnant! <laughs> and then when I told him about Lisa... You're pregnant again? No, 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 no! What year or month or day is it anymore? Because I'm lost. I, I just... I don't know anymore. Who it's are we? Where 74th. are we? 74th. 74th. That's a lot of days in well, October. Hey. Curse this lousy smash weather. Yeah. I don't know what day, what week, what year it is. It's shite. Open the everything. I'm sick of it. I'm done with it now. We've all had our fun having a few days off work, but I'm done. <laughs> I've had no days off work. Fuck that. I know. See, I know. I wish I was you in your see position. these people on Twitter and you, you, 99% of you are like, what is this guy on? But every once in a while, you get those couple of minutes where you think to yourself, they might be onto something. When to say, you know, if I was a 90-year-old man, I'd like to think that, you know, I've had a good run and I'd like to let the younger people live a little bit. Uh, so I take one on the chin, you know, and you're like, no, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. But then you're like, maybe. No, I've, I was a 90 year old man and I was locked up in the house like this. And I know that I could die at any minute. There isn't an army that stopped me <laughs> going to the pub. <laughs> like, what difference does it make? I've got to die. Anyway. I don't think your liver's well, making look. it to 90. No, I'm surprised I saw my 30s, <laughs> to be honest. But. Still ticking along. Um, Episode 142 of the Alleged Wrestling Podcast. Steve, Fitz, and Gordo. Nicky, I think, is coming in later, I think he said. Currently working. Hopefully. All right. He may or may not. If not, I'll I'll drink for him. Osh, we might as well crack one, so we. I think it'll be rude not to. Ah, Jesus. A libation, puff of all. Oh, that's the stuff. Might make zero noise. (laughs) But I'll do the whole sexy whore. Oh, oh, that's the stuff. Strawberry lime copy. Oh yeah, I'm going to have oh, yeah. the sugariest of hangovers tomorrow. Oh, well, on the plus side, nice. if you're having a sugar hangover, all you need to do is throw on BT Sport, and you'll have the Bundesliga to keep you going. Yeah, boy, I'm going to watch all of that oh, for Christ. Christ. What, what's the what's the schedule? What's the when is the first uh, kickoff tomorrow? Or what's if the you story? can buy me like thirty seconds, I'll find out. Uh, yeah, go on. Yeah, so fits. Oh. You were making the point off here that the Bundesliga is um, back. <laughs> okay, so there's only That's two telling... kickoff times. There's half two, where there's five games kicking off. Mm. Uh, oh, Dortmund Schalke, that should be a decent one, and Leipzig Freiburg. Um, oh, then at half five, there's Frankfurt versus Borussia Mönchengladbach. When are Dortmund? Bayern, Bayern are playing Bayern at Bayern. five o'clock on Sunday. There's two games on Sunday. There's a half two hey. and a five o'clock game on Sunday. So Cologne versus Mainz at half two. And Union Berlin versus Bayern at five o'clock. Then we have Werder Bremen against Bayern Leverkusen on Monday night. So I wonder, is it going to be a case where it's like wrestling, where it's just going to be impossible to watch despite... 
I don't being care. No sports in I'll do about it. three years. Now. I'll take it. I'll watch anything. <laughs> okay. Any, anything okay rather than listen to Gary Neville having a fucking opinion on everything. I'll fucking watch it. Yeah. Oh, calm down there, Klopp, you <laughs> miserable bollocks. Did you, tune into, uh, did you see the whole Gary Neville, um, Carlos Tevez manager agent thing on no. uh, Sky Sports News this morning? No. Basically, two days ago, Gary Neville said that for the last six months, Carlos Tevez downed tools at United because he was told or he realized he wasn't going to get signed permanently at United. Um, and the agent... Jockerman or whatever his name is uh, I can never Jeraption, I think it is that's the, that's the one yeah so he basically came on Sky this morning and called Gary Neville out for his bullshit and literally they're on obviously the Zoom call or whatever technology they're using and they cut to uh, Jamie Carragher who literally has a big bag of popcorn eating them like Big E <laughs> not as animated as Big E but Gary Neville loses shit in the middle of like a proper serious debate he's like what the fuck so that's that's doing the rest. Check that out. That's, that's, that's quite funny. I'm just I'm just out of the loop on everything. I know there has been no sports right, but I'm just like I'm paying no heed to anything that's going on. It's like it, I, isolation, I suppose, is a good word for it. But it's just like does not whatever is happening still isn't happening in my world. I'm just like whoop, missing everything. Well, Don't care. Spurs this week is um, oh. Deli Ali got robbed at knife point at his own home. And uh, Harry Kane has announced that he's sponsoring uh, the local club in the area, Leighton Orient, next season. It's quite cool. That's classy of them as well. The, the jerseys look fucking class. Mm, and it, the the sponsorship has actually been distributed to three different charities. Obviously, the one is the yeah. frontline staff. The other one is a um, a mental care home, and another kind of local charity in the area as well. So, like being a Spurs fan. I know a lot of the kind of Spurs fans in kind of the internal forums and groups that I'm part of would be late Orient fans anyway because that's kind of the more local based club whereas obviously Tottenham would be kind of a broader based club yeah that's class act and he is a class act you know mm-hmm. regardless of what club you follow he is a class act and he's never signing for United to so go fuck yourself oh no I don't want him anymore he's too injury prone I'm over I'm over Harry Kane what is going on in the world outside of phase one thingy starting in Ireland and Mm. Monday I don't know if it makes any difference to us it's, or what's the story we can go five kilometres now or well we can have cans on the beach yeah we can meet up with people not from our household uh, to a maximum of four people as long as you obey social distancing guidelines which they won't no. uh, like I, I don't mind staying two metres away from Gordo if I can have a few cans like to be fair most people try and stay at least five metres mm. away from me so it's fine <laughs> they, don't, they, they, they don't want to be within lunging distance so it's fine <laughs> What did you think of uh, uh, yeah. No Fans UFC? Except oh, for it. that first shot. The first shot of the three commentators. Which one was that? All standing right yeah. next oh, to yeah. each other. They even it's called like, out how bullshit it was as, as they were doing it. Yeah. But that's the funny thing. You see that on Raw and AEW mm. every week. The three commentators sitting beside each other at a table. And, you know, it's just... Like, uh, WWE, you're hiding a lot of it. AEW, you're, I saw a clip where there's fans in the crowd at AEW yeah. this week. Well, we don't know well, whether they're fans or production staff or, or whatever. They could have been anything, really. Right. It's weird. And then WB is just silence anytime yeah, something's happened. Yeah. So, like, the wrestling isn't necessarily being criticized at all, uh, mainstream wise. But then it was like UFC had to be so fucking careful with everything they did. And you could tell they were like, shit, we shouldn't yeah, have done immediately that. Immediately regret that. So, it's, a, it's an odd one. The, the yeah. funny thing. But UFC the, the was the funny thing was right. of uh, DC's commentary getting picked up by the guys in the octagon and the fighters changing their styles and their tactics based on hearing DC on commentary <laughs> criticizing them. 
It's a human cheat code. This brain's a human cheat code. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> human up, cheat up, down, code. Down. Fucking brilliant. Uh, but um, Tony Ferguson got his ass whooped oh, by Justin Gaethje. Oh not my human, god! Though. He's not human. Like I, I thought, Herb Dean was brilliant towards the end there as well. He saw what that second shot, you know, Tony kind of put his head down and shook it, and Herb Dean started moving in. <laughs> he was like a tiger stalking its prey by the end. Gone. He moves his arm one more time. I'm jumping yeah. in between them. But Tony got his ass handed to him. Like, you couldn't even consider it a close no, fight. No, like, and even Killed if you him. break it down round by round, and maybe the second one, because he tagged him late in the second. But, yeah, the but even at that, if you look at the rest of that round, it was probably 75% KG on top. It's, yeah, Tony Tony was potentially 4-0 down at that stage, you know? He was, he, he was gone. Oh, yeah. Uh, Do you buy anything... Do you buy into so, anything uh, after he said after the fight where you know his whole training camp was built for the Khabib match and obviously the Khabib. different styles leads to different training camps different routines different different fight yeah, mentality maybe. even maybe he was probably expecting to be on the ground a lot with Khabib and then then obviously it turned into a stand up fight then <laughs> exclusively stand up yeah. in that fight you never know it's better than Deontay Wilder's excuse I'll put it that way. <laughs> that wouldn't be hard. Uh, the 22nd knockout. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Isn't Francis Ngannou a dead? What, what did Brock Lesnar call him? A bum? Uh, yeah. I, if he's a, a bum, I think he's called him a Brock Lesnar considers a legit fighter. Jesus he's Christ. the UFC gym's pet project. You know, they opened up all those gyms around the country and whatever. Or the, what does it have a special oh. name for the. Ah, uh, fuck. It's like this fight system thing they have. I know what you mean. Yeah, anyway, basically, he's their he's their first main pet project. Apparently, is getting him a title. Basically, right. Um, it was good. It it's fared a little better than wrestling with no crowd because it doesn't rely on the crowd yeah. as much. I guess. Sure. What so, did you think um, about the stoppage? Oh yeah, no, I wasn't no. that ref. What are you doing? Like, ridiculous. fair enough. You could yeah. you could say anything you want about you know the stoppage, but surely the ref has to be smart enough to realize there's literally two seconds left in the round. He unless he's and it's tight, tight. Like, un, and a title fight unless he's out of it and I mean literally not opening his eyes not moving his body you yeah. don't stop that with two seconds to go no mm-hmm. no I'd be so pissed no. off at that um, and it was for yeah. a title it was for a title and he was mm-hmm. getting up do you know it was I don't know well we move um, money in the bank thoughts on that over the weekend. It feels like a lifetime ago. I enjoyed the length of it. Yeah, it was great. Two and a half hours or whatever. It's the shortest pay-per-view in 20 years or something I read. Wow. Maybe maybe less than that. Mid-2000s maybe. Or considering something. I think I was, that was a... Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, considering I was working at six o'clock on Monday morning, I was delighted. <laughs> yeah. It's mad. Like, did... yeah. um, it was over at 20 past two in Ireland. Unheard of. 20 past two in the morning. Normally, like previously, up until last year, our pay-per-views didn't start until 1 a.m., so for a favorite to be over at 2.20 a.m. is insane. Like nightclubs like, like <laughs> are, are closed later than that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you, I've known many people who uh, have a passing interest in wrestling and on the night of a pay-per-view, if they're out, they'll come home and they'll watch the pay-per-view. They won't go back and rewind the network or anything. They'll just watch it from where they got in. You would have missed <laughs> the whole thing. Just queuing in Supermax. <laughs> like they definitely would not have done that had they been not in Bizarro World. Because obviously, if you've got a live crowd, you have to give them their their money's worth, which of course in WWE's land is seventeen hours of video packages, 
uh, and people standing around doing nothing and no bit of entertainment at all. So their hand was kind of dealt to them slightly, but they still normally put in a lot of filler. And there was there really wasn't much filler on this show yeah. at all. I saw a lot of the clickbait places say that the new directive for Vince McMahon is shorter pay-per-views. I don't believe that no. for a second. I hope it's true, but I don't believe Vince Not thinks like that. Uh, there might have been there might have been episodes seven and eight of The Last Stand airing at uh, whatever it was, ten PM Eastern or whatever the hell the time that was a big, for. That was a big thing. You know, it, it had to have been. You're you're not wanting to go up yeah. against that. That's a juggernaut at the moment. Like that's No. That's so good. Fitz, you can start watching it now. The t- last two episodes. Yeah, if are I on start Monday. watching it now, I'll be done by tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm the other way around. That it takes me ages what? to get through shows. I watched. Uh, I left last week, so I watched four episodes of this week, and I don't think I can turn my what? television on again. And mind is just works that way. Going, oh, that's it for TV this week. I can't oh, handle man. anymore. <laughs> I'm just so bad with watching I TV shows. The entirety of season two of Dead to Me. It came out on Friday, and I finished it Monday morning. Jesus, Jesus. I only ever did that once with The Punisher, the second season of The Punisher. I did the whole thing that oh, first I love weekend. It. No, but that's the I only time I've ever literally done. just get up, go to the bathroom, and maybe some food. That's it. Other than that, I'm I'm purely engulfed in it. It is a strange, yeah. weird experience um, but, that if you haven't really done it properly, I'd recommend anyone to just you know get some snacks, get a bottle of water, find a comfortable chair, just power through it. Yep. Um, but money in the bank anyway. What's your overall thoughts on? Like, we'll get to the the things that people didn't like first, I guess. The um the finish to the it's hard to say both ladder matches the ladder match where Otis just catches the briefcase and he NFL wins rules. it and then with Asuka yeah then with Asuka Corbin tried to stop Asuka winning what turned out to be the world title but tried to stop Asuka winning the belt so that made no sense to me no. it just shows that he's a heel and he's not chivalrous you know if he was chivalrous he would let her grab her belt first or her briefcase first ah. But heels love heels. They should have been like, yeah, come on, Corbin, you need a boost. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's weird the way yeah. they did that. I thought that they didn't really do enough with HQ. You know, it, it... Yeah. I suppose they didn't really tell us what to expect, so they left it open for our imagination to run wild. And wrestling fans, bless us, you know, we give out about a lot of things, but we have great imaginations for thinking of the wacky shit that they can do. And obviously they try to keep the the amount of people that are in there to a bare minimum which was proven by the fact you only had Paul Heyman uh, Bruce Pritchard Johnny Laurinaitis um, Stephanie was there wink 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 um, so like they really had a skeleton screw running skeleton crew running the, the production of it so I was a bit disappointed they didn't do more in, in the head office I would like to have seen them do a bit more destruction you know breaking through walls and I just felt yeah I put up the thing with I was convinced to do a thing with Otis where he jumped through the wall and do the oh yeah thing <laughs> yeah. do you know the, the Kool-Aid man um, but they, why did anyone get out of the elevator I, that's the one thing I'm like why did you get they out of the elevator they should have had the hacker hacking and disable the elevator with someone mm-hmm. like have yeah. Corbin get into the elevator like Corbin and so, one of the heel women or whatever end up getting into the, into the elevator and then the hacker disables all the elevators with this yeah there. you could have properly diehearted this legitimately have people crawling mm-hmm. through vents like you know really go wacky if you're it's a wacky fucking match gimmick anyway uh they proved it at wrestlemania that they, they can do it with the flyerfly flood house and the boneyard match 
you have to lean into the weirdness of these things and you know go balls deep into it so the fact that they tried to kind of keep it real in a weird setting kind of was a bit of a letdown and that's one thing is great is when they totally when those cinematic matches happen all my logic for watching wrestling goes out the window anyway do you know what i mean so you can get away with more shit like that but i couldn't quite understand the elevator thing oscar gets in the elevator and then some i know she won in the end so it really didn't matter i know but it made no sense to me that she didn't just appear on the roof yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean i was like i know it it's a good the thing match, they didn't appear terms, on the you know other I mean. roof the second roof that was just right beside it <laughs> oh brian alvarez you hero <laughs> but like man. it couldn't have been two seconds scientific <laughs> scientific fucking dissertation on how ray and and alistair black would have fallen in less or more than two seconds it would have taken more or whatever it was like lads do you do that with your tag team rules on your precious little age you you know you don't but it's it's, it's the same it's the same lad who said that for otis had trouble climbing the ladder because the steps broke but then a couple of minutes later he managed to climb it so what did he lose 25 pounds no the briefcase fell in his arms you fucking (laughs) pleb uh rough week for alvarez defending himself and he clearly doesn't Fuck watch it. Yeah, and I, I agree with Fitz though. Um, so a lot of background noise there for someone, if you wouldn't mind muting. Yeah, or, I do agree with yeah, Fitz though. They could have. Um, it's something that they should have gone a bit more crazy with, and like some of the cameos were cool and all that, but you could have gone really crazy with it. And as he said, go balls deep. But in reality, they literally just gave us the tip. Just, just the tip. videos. And of course, is there anything else on Money in the Bank you wanted to bring up? Justice, justice for Tamina. <laughs> Just for to me, I thought the two championship <laughs> matches were were quite good. Uh, I I had no expectations of these being good going into it, especially the Braun and Bray match. I think that lived up to as good as they could have done. And Drew is getting better literally every day. Um, he is the star, main roster star that they have right now, better than anything. Yeah. And even SRS was talking on his own podcast this week uh, that he's actually drawing in significantly good numbers on YouTube for them as well. So if you look at YouTube numbers, he's actually drawing them in as well. Yeah, something like he's been like he's the only person I think who's had a video who's top two million since WrestleMania on YouTube, and he's had it like I think they've had like four okay. videos that have topped it. And I think he's had four. Uh, he's been in all of them or something weird like that. I remember seeing. But that's the thing I, I don't like necessarily associate Drew McIntyre with like charisma and excitement or anything. So it's a, it, I'm surprised at that. I thought the, he'd be. But he said no, no word. The book was a badass who's kicking the heads off people. Yeah, true. It's not that no, hard, is it? It's easy. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the Bray thing as well. Because uh, it was ridiculous. Um, it sets up for The Fiend and Braun, which we all knew was going to happen. But all these matches, you know, like, they were grand. And they were short, which made yeah. them so much better. Do you know... In my opinion. The, the, any of these matches the, are shorter. The actual best so match I enjoyed most on the show was Jeff Hardy and Cesaro on the pre-show. I still have seen that. They gave that, I think, like 16 minutes which is unheard of in WWE oh. world. So that was fantastic. They could have put it on the fucking nice. main card. There was no need for this pay-per-view to have a pre-show. The pre-show is the length of half the pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, they could have done a special start time of 6 Eastern or yeah. something and it would have, you know, would have been a longer pay-per-view. But anyways, the the story that came out of it really was that um, the, the, the contract, the briefcase, the contract, the briefcase, whichever one you want to call it, uh, it wasn't what... Asuka thought it was so like some there was talk that there was going to be an announcement on Monday Becky had said oh I'm going to talk about something and then WWE had hyped up this announcement 
and then about four and a half seconds later the news had come out that Becky was pregnant um, so they did the whole thing on Monday with uh, I think I wrote down the thing yes Byron and Mike Tom my favourite of all the people Byron Saxton wait a minute can someone explain to me why Becky Lynch is carrying the money in the bank briefcase Mike Tom no the money in the bank contract Byron contract you're like it's over forget about it lads keep it forget on brand it. we're moving on Own Heart is next week so it's fine everyone will forget about the snooker situation <laughs> um but yeah, so they did the whole thing where um, she, Becky had a combination. There was combination lock on the on the briefcase, and Oscar wasn't aware of how to open it. And it was all because she is the champion. Uh, Becky's going to be a mammy. That was nice. That was really nice. It was a grand segment. Uh, yeah, it was good. I'd, I'd um, love to know did Asuka know in advance because the reaction looked genuine. Like she, she may yeah, she may have been told she was getting the title, but she may not have been told why. The reaction of Becky saying she's going to go be a mother. Asuka's reaction looked genuine it looked like a proper well they did record that earlier in the day so that wasn't live live so it's quite possible that that was the news being broken there and then and you know depending on how the reactions happened they could have refilmed it or done a live live it did look real because it was like Asuka was told okay you're given the title go crazy just go and And she's dancing when she went back into the ring you could tell she was pissing herself laughing there's one part she just turned away from the camera so it was like uh, it seemed genuine enough but we'll never yeah. know. And that's the beauty. How pissed uh, do you reckon the um, company are, though? This is only something I really kind of th- was thinking about today. You know, Jen, I, I said to you when I was watching live, I was like, I, I don't hate this. I don't love it. I just kind of, I wasn't sure what to expect from it because it was a real moment in a world that's far from real. Um, but you can see the jubilation and the excitement on her faces. But obviously, the the tweet came out from Seth, I think today or yesterday, that he took the picture of Becky with the pregnancy test when they had found out. So. This probably, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it wasn't planned. Uh, because if yeah. it was planned, you, you, there's bigger questions to ask. How pissed would you be if you were the company and arguably your biggest star is, is going away for two years? Well, and here's the, other, here's the other thing, actually. So is Rollins. People aren't talking about this. Rollins can't be on the road. Yeah, he can't, he can't be, be at, at risk, risk with pregnant wife, with pregnant and wife at the home. kids during the COVID. Well, that's it. They can't. That's one of the risk they can't categories. Punish Becky, obviously, for obvious reasons. But she's got a new T-shirt how... out already, so she's doing grand. <laughs> well, they, they'll make money <laughs> despite themselves anyway. But you know, it's happened with yeah. Zack Ryder and Rusev in the past, where you know people have made issues of themselves outside of the company's desire, and they've been punished for it. So I wonder is Seth Rollins going to find himself stuck in the mid card for a while now? If at all, I think he's one of the yeah. protected guys. But if you look Maybe at it, right. this is now he's broken Cena's nose. He's retired. He's retired Sting. <laughs> he put Balor out at the Universal <laughs> Title, and now and now he's had to put Becky out. And career, essentially, yeah. he's done more damage to the company financially this week than AEW has done in the last six months. Like, <laughs> I saw that, all right. And the other one I saw was um, Dean Ambrose pulls out of WWE. Roman Reigns pulls out of WrestleMania. Seth Rollins never pulls out. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, look at that's yeah it's 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 yeah i personally cannot fathom i know rollins is a weird psychopath about defending wb all the time whatever i can't see how it's safe for no. him to work now that's why roman left his wife was pregnant with twins at the unless time. they're kind of going to break seth rollins kind of the character and that's his exit from tv for a while they kind of planted the seeds of it 
on Raw just gone with his you know weird hairstyle and delusions and attempted murder mm. on Ray that sent him yeah. into critical condition. Yeah, Ray, Ray oh, not being able to get so it, uh, not being able to get steps in his eye. Um, it was brilliant with uh, where you first see Rollins. It was like an hour or two hours after the announcement that Rollins didn't put his conditioner or whatever, didn't have his hair wet, and he pushed out his belly and he looked disheveled. It was that was fucking chef's kiss. And I thought they were going with, and then they did the whole match where Rollins was on the apron and Buddy Murphy had to do all the work because Rollins was just shell shocked. And then he snaps or whatever. I thought it was going to be a case that Rollins is literally going to move Homer Simpson here and tear his hair out and run up the ramp. I was convinced of it. That was brilliant. I was. I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Rollins, though. Because then, oh, I, oh, oh, got Nikki. Oh, oh, hey. Hey. A libation, puff of all. How are you, Nick? We're just talking about how um, Seth Rollins oh, took yeah. another career. This one just devastated <laughs> this one. Like Mick is saying in the chat, his daughter was nearly crying with Ray on the steps. It was kind of really cool. It was a unique. I don't remember seeing that before. I'm sure they've done it before, but I don't. don't remember I thought they were actually going to take the mask off. Um, they pretty much did. Like it was most of his face was out. What do you think, Nick? We're on about um, is Rollins done here until? No. Becky I'd say he'll birth. do the old uh, quarantini outside of the house type thingy. Oh, what Edge was doing mm. yep. for the Mania titles and shit, yeah. Hadn't thought of that. A bit different though with someone having yeah, their first kid. You can't be leaving them like that. You know, it'd be a bit tough. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not now. They could probably do it now in the early Later on, maybe. Later realistically, on the she's, she's due in yeah. December, so realistically he'd probably get through to SummerSlam maybe. I love how we're all experts on pregnancy and infectious diseases right now. <laughs> oh no, that, that's why I'm being very, I'm being very careful about that. I'm trying not to go into any of that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it'd be interesting to see what happens with Rollins. That was the the bigger story because I think Becky may or may not be back. Hard to know. You don't know. She might decide to stay to stay Pump and raise kids. You never know. Might not yeah, come back. Day. I'm assuming money-wise they're all right. Like so, yeah. it's not like she has to. Yeah, you know. I wonder. I wonder what no. the status is for contracts for the female stars. Like, does getting knocked up, you know, give you an out of your contract? Or does no, just, they're no, they're adding that on. They're adding does nine it months on. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're adding that shit on. I reckon if it was somebody lesser, yeah. they might be like, yeah. It's but really it's still under like a ridiculous um, contract in that case because she was pregnant basically her entire run. Oh yeah. yeah she well, she that. got released, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. How, how pissed do you reckon WWE yeah. are that they didn't pull the trigger on the horsewomen horsewomen match last year? Oh god, I never thought of that. It's gone, potentially gone forever. Like bringing back Ronda now is going to do wow. fun. like. Is there any appeal to bringing Ronda back now? Genuinely, <laughs> like I as great as she is in the ring. If the whole Ronda thing was a work online, yeah. does that all get binned now? Yeah, shame. That is interesting. That was that was intriguing. Like, yeah, I. Two year, two three years down the line, maybe you could do a thing where the horsewomen are all up and Ronda's on TV, and the oh. the other horsewomen, the wrestling horsewomen, are getting beat down every week, and there's just the three of them, and boom, glass shatters. Stone Cold comes back. It, the other horsewomen that could be the the, 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 the other horsewomen won't get called up. Duke and Shafir are not made for that main well, roster. They might, they might learn how to wrestle by then. Mm. Bullshit. Maybe. Jessamine Duke's <laughs> arms are still going to be like Look. like ridiculously long and hanging down and uncoordinated. <laughs> she's so gangly. She's, so she's, gangly. she's, she's the better of the two. But she's so gangly looking. 
It's like at that stage, yeah. fucking I guess Sharon you... is going to be forty-one at that stage, nearly forty-two. She's going to be. Mm. Then again, she works a style that. That's grand. She she won't have care. kids though. Just use them as heaters. <laughs> they don't have yeah. to necessarily wrestle. Do you know the kind of way? Um, but yeah, no, that was where we came to. I think there's a lot of stars out now. So Roman, not coming back anytime nope. soon. Sami Zayn, they took the title off him. He's not coming back. Kevin Owens isn't coming back. Rollins could potentially be gone here. Apparently Becky is gone. The, the Sami Zayn story sure, sure some injuries. is not just kayfabe. Apparently there's a bit of heat there. He is not too happy, legit, with the with the way this has all gone down. Like was he now, not, yeah. was he not there for the first couple of COVID shows? He was. He, right, he was. Until, yeah, he wanted to mania. Uh, no, yeah. before mania. Before mania, he, he wanted to mania though. He defended yeah, that mania. Yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah. But it was really when they came out after employee John made the company effectively say that, oh no, we're not holding anyone here against their will. Wink, wink. Everyone's free to do come and go as they please. We support anyone's decision to stay at home if they don't feel safe coming to work. Sami Zayn was like. Thanks, lads. Good See you. Um, <laughs> WWE's like, uh, yeah. okay, you can go, but your belt stays here. So yeah, unless they did, obviously they stripped mm-hmm. him, but yet Balor is, or Devlin is still interim champ. Ah, uh, Balor Devlin, they're both same. Now the <laughs> to, to be fair to Devlin, he legitimately can't travel. Yeah. But um, the Sami Zayn yeah, thing, yeah. I think they're working themselves into a shoot slash shooting themselves into a work here because they're setting themselves up for the Razor Ramon turn. On this one more than than Much the um, the Jordan Devlin one that that that's bubbling away nicely, but this is weird. I think Sammy's he could be done. I think they had a situation where they because that story came out, it was like okay, guys, anyone who doesn't want to work, we could totally understand. And then a few of them took that mm. opportunity there and then. Yeah, I guess he's one of them. But like I understand it in the sense that the ratings are in the toilet. And they don't have a lot that they can do on TV to drive to drive excitement. At least you could do an intercontinental title match every week as your main event and hype it up big time. Do you know, at least there's something there. So I get it from that side. Our of title on uh, COVID TV that'll never work. Oh boy! Just give it, oh give boy. it to Seamus. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, just just get it done. Get it done with. Uh, I assume Seamus and Jeff Hardy so. will be I assume in assume Seamus, so. Jeff, Nice. That was another funny thing. That's final. Seamus, yeah. Jeff. Yeah. There you go. Seamus and Jeff, yeah. You could do that. Um, but this is where I was getting to. The brand to brand invitation. Wildcard, bitches. So I was thinking, is I, this was before I'd come up. I put it in my notes. Time for NXT call-ups to fill out the roster a little bit. I'm thinking of somebody like no, Matt Riddle. We're going to get Brandon Vink. Um, we already have him. He's yeah, basically up there. Right? Yeah, he's oh, yeah. uh, ah, they ruined him with his booking, Nicky. Okay, it's time to move on. See, what about uh, Rick Boogs? <laughs> oh man, get that guy on television. But Sir, like, what's even, the what even, in, wrong, even in an empty arena? <laughs> you know? Just even just him oh, on his own, better. just fucking rocking it. Put Kayla out there as well. Himself and Kayla will rock out. That'd be grand. Oh God, yeah. Um, I know I think yeah obviously <laughs> if ever there was a wrestler that needed a crowd it's Rick Books <laughs> um, but yeah we're getting the brand to brand invitation what can make it the first bitches. person to take part in that the first person to be invited was there ever a doubt Gordon oh as soon as it was announced I was like oh good I can't wait to see Drew versus Corbin of course it's Corbin it's going to be all Corbin 24-7 Rich. 
all the time. Because if that's if there's one thing we oh. can be sure of in WWE is that when they want to tune it up and you know really ramp home how exciting WWE television can be, there's only one person on the roster that can do that for you, Baron oh. fucking Carbon. Well, oh, yeah. Smiley Belly himself. <laughs> oh, did Dear you not see God. him body shaming? I mean, Joe Numbers during the week on Twitter. Oh, fucking ridiculous. He does this all the time, and I was glad somebody fucking called him out on it. Um, Joey Numbers went after him. The best thing about it is, the picture that he used is not from Joey Numbers' Twitter account. He had to go to a fucking Instagram account to get it. So he had to do work to find that picture. People in the comments were oh, he's already changed his picture now after. Like, nope. Nope. Never. That was his picture all along. Never changed it. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure, what, three odd years, four years, I've been following that man. I think he's had that for the whole four years. Like, (laughs) So fair play to you, Corbin. You played yourself. Um, yeah, no, this is my complete uh, nightmare scenario of the wildcard rule returning. Speaking of nightmare and returning, um, go on. Did you make it as far as the iconics returning this week? Don't worry, go that's on. okay. I want to talk about that. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if you were going to try and gloss that. over it because I know how much you love them. I know. I know. A bit harsh. <laughs> I hate three things, Nikki. Moment of Bliss, the Iconics, and Wildcard Rules. <laughs> so here they were, all in one. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say, yes, it is the no, new 24-7 no, champion, but I'm going to get this out of the way. It wasn't even the worst segment on this show. <laughs> Boo. I really thought that was a champion that we could really get behind. Bruno Sammartino, 11-year run with that I, title. I'm, I'm never going to award a 24-7 to anything involving the Iconics. Uh, I, I, won't, oh, I won't say never because I know all. WWE booking and don't forget Nightmare Collective is still our 24-7 champ <laughs> yeah Jesus that is a good no you're, you're talking San Martino <laughs> levels with that one. that could that's that going to last go. couple of decades <laughs> that's going to be tough to be quite lenient with segments um, at the moment though so it's, yeah, it does have an unfair advantage we're giving a lot of leeway at the moment so yeah yeah we're not going to we won't um, strip it at the title just on the brand to brand thing strip it at the title no, no, no. Do we no, do I we hold a it. tournament for an interim twenty four seven in the meantime? twenty four seven. Then we can have a B show where yeah, we exactly, we watch yeah. and compare both segments. <laughs> oh God! Um, I was just thinking: is there any need for the brand to brand thing? Considering there's so many people that they don't use, I, I highlighted Ricochet, for example, who they're not uh, doing anything with. Finger in his arse. He's in a very exciting yeah. tag team with Cedric Alexander. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much charisma. Yep. Yeah. I guess I answered my own question. Kinda, there, yeah. I? Yeah. Ah, oh, what a shame. Ricochet is so cool. Superheroes yeah. are real. But yeah, I think maybe there could have been something other than this. But now it's just going to get wishy-washy with who's on what show again. It's going to get they really keep confusing. It to one person. We'll just have a new... Each week. Each show, whatever, Baron it Corbin. should be okay. And like, like this pre-announced, even or you know, just just one person. Yeah, just Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin's there, cross brand, grand <laughs> sorted. He's John Cena. Even, but even if <laughs> watch those ratings just fly up. Even now. if even if they had just said all champs are cross brand, tag champs, make the fucking tag yeah. champs. You unify them, make them cross brand. Done, job done. Please do that. Yeah. No, because you, you can't you just fix your tag. You've got two bad tag team divisions. Now you no, have one you can't, good one. You can't make tag wrestling <laughs> relevant so. again now that you've gotten rid of 
Gallows and Anderson and the Revival <laughs> and the Major Brothers. You can't make tag team wrestling relevant now that you've gotten rid of three of your more tenured and best tag teams. No. Imagine that. You got rid of these former tag champs, uh, some of them worldwide stars. And we're like, okay, now guys, I think we could do something with the tag team division now that yeah. we got rid of all these like people. You, you have people who've had five-star matches. You've had people who've made an event to the Tokyo Dome. But you know what we really, really need? Yeah. We need Shane Thorne and Brandon Vink against the Forgotten Sons to unify the tag titles. Uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, there will be some cool matchups that they'll do. Um, the funny thing is I, I'd love to do a Brian Alvarez style deep dive, and, deep dive analysis on say the next time they announce a match for the brand to brand invitational going when's the last time they fought and find out it was like three <laughs> months ago or something you know it'll be it'll be something like that where you'll go oh man that'll be cool but what about something like Nakamura you could do something with Nakamura Drew versus Nakamura do you know get away from there that'd be a fun they tear ropes out of each other like it's time to maybe break some of these boys off that are in these shitty stables and Nakamura needs a face yeah. turn badly like desperately yeah. it's, the, it's the easiest face turn to ever do to come back out to your old music yeah. face turn done done <laughs> Garza versus Ali I know it's something that they're way too low on the totem pole that we're ever going to see one of them be invited across yeah. Garza versus Ali is a match I'd love to see yeah, well, I think that'll be the case where it's going to start off all well-meaning as one match and a big hyped-up thing. What's this week's brand-to-brand invitational match? But it'll end up yeah. being the whole they, show. They won't be afraid. The Don't be afraid People to attacking and or afraid to win the fight. We will yeah. always have the best of both worlds. He's got the best of both worlds. Mute, mute him. Mute him quick. Yeah. <laughs> nah. And it starts here tonight. It does because Charlotte's on SmackDown tonight. I think we got the oh, best. Jesus Christ, best 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 oh, she's never oh, off the air. Everything. <laughs> oh, hey. Um, I'm way behind this week, so I haven't seen, seen Dark Side of the Ring. But oh. has anyone? I'm looking forward to my weekend of it's, catching up on everything. As with a lot of the season, tough watch, but very, very good. Yeah, I haven't got to the downfall yet. I'm still in levels. Impact, so I can't yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is great. This isn't the dark at all. Fantastic. Let's watch that lunch. Yeah, it's when it when it takes the nice. turn, you're like, "Fuck, man!" Especially because it's a lot of stuff that is very easily relatable to. Mm. That it's yeah, it was good. It's tough but very good, um, very very good. Lot- it just even goes to show that even back then, tag team wrestling wasn't being appreciated as it could have been. You know, I thought yeah. Gordo especially would have liked this episode being we- the tag team aficionado that he is. Oh, I do, and love nothing but love for these guys. They're fucking, they were incredible. Maintained they could have done it in any era. Mm. They really could have. Um, They're in the Hall of Fame, aren't they? Yeah, they were. Yeah, they went in. So. Remember, so. I remember four or five years before that. They went in as Legion of Doom, didn't they? Yeah, pretty sure they did. I think they did. Anyway. I have a very strong memory yes, of them. Yeah, they did. How, how was the cocaine? Any good cocaine uh, stories no, this week? Not. Uh, more of a and Paul Ellering were were... inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2011 Jesus that far back fuck um, yeah no there was some good stories on all about the all about obviously the, the, his own problems with drinking and partying hard and yeah it was even it's like hearing the stuff around how close Yay. like some, obviously that they all were uh, Hawk Animal and Ellering as well uh, it was nice seeing Ellering on it. Uh, his daughter actually got released from NXT this week. Oh, um, I saw that. Yeah, 
There's still, the releases are yeah, still happening. Yeah, trips and drabs. Certain, well, I suppose that means both herself and the hero are both gone, so they'll probably end up doing Indies and shit together. So That's probably why she left. Yeah. Oh, they're back. Oh, yeah, they've been yeah, back yeah. for years. She hasn't been... How the hell did he manage most that? talented one, to be perfectly honest. She had a couple of runs on the May Young yeah. and a few of the indie shows that were online, but she needs a lot of work. She connects well with the crowd. Very well. You could actually, if you watched her in the second time she was in the May Young, you could tell that she was talking to him about interact and the father about interacting with crowds and stuff. She was very, very good at that side of it. But in between the ropes, a lot of work needed. Well, Smiley Kylie took her whole yeah. gimmick anyway. So. So, took her whole. From what I remember, wasn't there so much in Wrestle Circus or something where they went to a shoot? she did with someone I can't remember what it was now. it was years ago oh. yeah she ref- yeah. was it her or her opponent just refused to fight because mm. she was thrown too stiff and she walked out yeah it was on oh. Mania, I think featured it as yeah. well I remember I just remember seeing it before yeah but um, the, the Legion the Legion of Doom are um, the Road Warriors the most disappointing thing for me from that whole episode was they didn't feature Sonny when they came back for LOD 2000 yeah they didn't mention it uh, remember, remember Sonny coming the, out on the, yeah. the Dark Side of the Ring episode next week. <laughs> the There's face. a Dark Side of the Ring episode, yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh, Sonny. Where did it all go wrong? Cocaine, okay. okay, I imagine. Cocaine, okay, Vaseline. Actually. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> While we're talking about um, uh, Dark Side sorry. of the Ring. No, Dark Side of the Ring. <laughs> Fightful have put out a, a list of episodes they'd like to see. And the first one on their list was something I think Steve would like to talk about. The death of Miss Elizabeth. Yes. Yes, I want to fucking... Well, I yeah, want to watch that. that. Already, no, was in the match. They one. did mention... Yeah, they have done it a little bit. The very yeah. first episode of the show covered the story yeah, but I of guess Macho they... Man, Randy Savage, Miss Elizabeth and their time together, both as a real-life couple and as an on-screen mm-hmm. duo. Now it would be time to focus on one of the more surprising deaths in the history of the business, but is Elizabeth Houlette passing away due to acute toxicity at the age of 42. She was always viewed as being the classiest of the classy, and for her to essentially die of an accidental overdose of painkillers and vodka seems insane to everyone. I feel like that's rehashing a lot of what they used in the Mash and One One though, so I don't see that. They would, but there's more stories out there. She was working in like a department store or something yeah. before she died. Like she she was working just in a shop and wrestling fans would recognise her and stuff and kind of a sad way to go out after mm. how I'll quickly she run was. through the other suggested ones that they have here. Uh, Magnum TA the death of Chris Canyon oh yeah the Sid Vicious and Aaron Anderson incident I don't know what that is Uh, the death of Brian Pillman the plane ride ride from hell yes Um, (laughs) give me that a broad one but (laughs) racism in wrestling because that definitely does exist just watch wrestling Uh. (laughs) um the next one then, Chris Candido and Sonny. Um, that would be an entertaining one, I'm sure. Uh, oh, Vince McMahon boy. on trial. Oh, that'll have to get covered at some point. Yeah. I'm surprised and that the hasn't last been one done reference here is The Sandman's Crucifixion. Yeah. Oh, yes. Where's Paddy when you need him? Shit, the vicious iron tape. Fucking Sid stabbed Aaron like 20 times. He got stabbed a couple of times himself as well. Jeez, I never yeah, knew I don't. I can't, yeah, I have vague recollections of hearing about this. The Sandman Raven thing would be amazing because they have to interview Kurt Angle, who was <laughs> in the crowd that night, and left and refused. And he said he told Paul Heyman that if you put him on television, he was going to sue him. So 
yeah I want to see that yeah want to see that but uh, Jordan put a thing in the chat about Jericho's podcast with yes. Martha Hart listen to it this afternoon tell me it was about an hour yeah. and a half of maybe an hour and ten of them talking together um, they don't go into too much detail because I think a lot of it gets covered in the episode on Tuesday night so this mm. was kind of um, skirting around the main stories more so introducing you to who Martha Hart is and kind of the background of Owen and the family life and what he was into I didn't know too much about the whole Martha Hart and the story of Owen and the company and the legal side of things, but she comes across extremely well, extremely likable person. You can just tell listening to her that she doesn't kind of, she's not a bitter person. She's very reasonable that she's kind of thought out and um, different things. It's amazing that she was telling the story of how, while she was taking a legal case against WWE for, um, I, I don't know what the, the name of it was kind of lack of protection I suppose yeah. leading to Owen's death failing on their duty of care negligence sort of thing I think you said yeah, yeah. so they, that was case was happening in Kansas City meanwhile Vince was suing her for breach of contract at the same time what? so Vince McMahon was suing Martha Hart for breach of contract what contract? Ah. Okay, that, so it goes into more detail I'm sure it gets covered in the dark side of the ring your husband died and now he can't wrestle I'm yeah because it's what to do fuck? with punitive damages and the fact that you can't sue for punitive damages right. if the case is heard in Connecticut because of state law but you can in Kansas City where that's where the death happened I believe isn't it yeah, yeah so Vince wanted to move the trial to Connecticut to avoid paying that so he lodged illegal proceedings in Connecticut oh. against Martha Hart for breach of contract because apparently the owns contract, you can't sue the company or something like that. Or there's weird kind of backstory to it. Effectively, WWE and Vince McMahon wanted to, you know, put so much paperwork and everything in front of it to kind of get it thrown out or kicked down the line and with the hope that she'd back off. Got to get that briefcase out, pal. Uh, she <laughs> talked about how the family kind of abandoned her to a, to a large degree because they didn't support her court case against the WWE and some members of the Hart family even worked against her in that case as well effectively siding with the WWE in some way shape or form she didn't overly elaborate she didn't say who again I assume that probably gets covered off in the episode well don't she and Brett no, don't see the ITI yeah. from her yeah, correctly. she's kind of said like she's yeah. said to the kids and whatever you know if you see any of them always be polite always be nice always be said you don't mm. be addicted to them sort of thing um, but that basically yeah she's fuck all contact with them herself anymore because she's yeah ah, that's yeah. awful and like she she said that she's never kind of tried to monetize or you know take an, in any income based on Owen's reputation she's never done merchandising she never so t-shirts or anything like that um, you know she she's lived her own life she's got a, a master's degree and a doctorate in like uh, some arts so she she is like a film critic and you know this sort of stuff so she's path, paved her own career kind of effectively as well so that kind of gained a lot of respect for me because you, you could easily being the widower of the widow of a famous wrestling star kind of live off his reputation and kind of sued the company live off the earnings blah 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 but that was never the case the kids grew up gone to college made their own lives don't not into wrestling but she, she said she if they wanted to do it that would have been fine very reasonable person like just listening to her so I'm, I'm intrigued as to how 
the documentary goes next week. Really, actually, mm. it's, it's definitely worth listening to before. Yeah, it's, before it's definitely the a prelude. Of the ring, definitely. Um, it, it paints the scene for what you're going to, uh, to to experience on the documentary. Yeah, it's no coincidence it was released the week before this comes out. It's it's good timing. Uh, yeah. it's, got, it's as much as I was, I won't say looking forward to it because when it comes to something like that, it's hard to say looking forward to. It, but as much as I was intrigued to see how this went. I'm after stepping that up a notch since listening to, and I haven't even listened to the full pod yet. I still have about 20 minutes or so to go. But uh, yeah, stepped up a notch since listening to it. Um, and as Fitz said, she comes across very well. Her whole attitude is the case of she's not bitter towards the wrestling industry or anything like that. She never really was that involved in it for the most part, obviously, except for with himself. But that basically when it comes to the WWE side of things and the merchandise and all that, basically she doesn't want to do business with the people that she finds responsible for it. Quite literally, and, and that's literally you, that's the only issue she has. Is she doesn't want to do business with the people that she finds responsible. Jericho was talking, uh, kind of touching back on what Fitz said about the whole she didn't want to monetize it. To kind of half go into the whole thing of you know having the fact that there isn't much merch out there for him. And she's like she realizes he has a lot of fans that might be interested in having some of that stuff. But uh, I think Jericho was I effectively would. saying. I know a guy in pro wrestling tees. I'm going yeah, to hook you yeah. up. Yeah, she, he, he literally he said much, all yeah. about those words. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He didn't say them by name, but he's like, "Come on, I'll I'll, I'll put you in touch with me, mate. He'll sort you." Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Jericho probably yeah. wants a shirt himself. Oh, 100%, and he said <laughs> himself, he idolized him. Like, um, Owen Hart merch oh, yeah. will crash that yeah. website when it gets released. You've yeah. seen it a few so, times. Uh, yeah, so like as Fred says, she comes across so reasonable, but really, can, really good listen. You can see almost straight away just the way she was talking as to why she would never give the blessing for Owen to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. And after listening to that, I can't see any reason why she should ever have to give a blessing for it. You know, if if they like they could do it without her blessing. Of course they could. Obviously they won't. They won't. The thing Nor is should they. Won't. they. Yeah. And until a case where she changes her mind or she's no longer allowed it and then it's up to the kids and they do it, it it shouldn't happen until or when or if she gives her blessing. I don't yeah. think she will. She yeah. like it's weird. It's it's one of those for forget, don't forgive. That's the yeah. kind of mood that she kind of portrays. She's not angry. Yeah. She doesn't hold a grudge, but she's not willing to forgive. If you know what yep. I mean, then that's Very, kind of a weird one to try mm. grasp because if you think if you're not forgiving someone, then you must be bitter. But it it doesn't come that way at all. She's just got on with her life. She's like as horrible as this whole moment was, and the whole situation was for. She got on with her life. She had kids to raise. She had a life that she unfortunately had to struggle through and power through. And fair play to her, she did. And wasn't one that the daughter has is doing journalism, and the uh, the son is. Past the lead, uh, is that they're getting like a law degree or some stuff like that? Yeah. So it's like a whole lot of them seem to be doing quite well. So yeah. that's kind of big silver lining out of it, you know, that all of them are doing all right. But yeah, really looking forward to next week, seeing what comes up in this episode. Um, I hope they absolutely bury the company. That's going to be rough. That's going to yep. be a rough yeah. watch, that one. I'm worried what footage they're going to show of it. Oh, it's going to be yeah, a tough watch. Yeah. Is there footage of it out there? Yeah, WB well, have it. I, I mean, out there, out there. One of those, there, one of those there, could be, st- there could be fan cams. No. But they're not great. There has been the odd one here and there, but they're, yeah, the old video yeah. camera style thing, it's not great. 
then again, I don't no. want to see it either. And I'm normally okay with gruesome shit, but no, um, I, I I got screamish looking at the fucking the surgery yeah. thing in the Undertaker documentary this week. So I was like, nah. <laughs> oh, I oh, saw a clip of that, that documentary yet. I told you I've seen nothing this week. Last week. I've, this weekend is is I know I've seen nothing. I haven't he's, seen AW, NXT, too hard Dark Side of the Ring, or bloody fuck you. My week has been rough. Let me tell you, fuck you. It's lucky that I'm out of bed with the fucking pain I'm in at the moment. Oh, you anyways, you're back out. I forgot you, you're a very old man. You'll make I'm it better. Very old man. I had this happen to me when I was a young, sprightly 42-year-old. <laughs> <I have enough. laughs> Look, at this is what you get for riding like an animal all weekend 60s. now, huh? That was it, yeah. That's <laughs> Careful now or you're going to get Becky lynched. Ah, uh, if only. AW, what are your thoughts, boys? <laughs> Can I make fun of one thing though first because I did see this because everyone was talking about it. Cody Ram and the Barriers. Yeah. That's my only comment. That's my only comment. Right. <laughs> got no walk around it. Drive, drive up to the arena. Stop. <laughs> rev it up. Drive 10 feet into a barrier and then get... But what... Like that's bad enough. Like, that's bad enough. But he gets out of the, the car then and he's uh, fully like suited. Proper nice suit buttoned up shirt. But he's got his hands taped up. Right, if you've got time to tape up your hands, yeah. maybe take off your nice white shirt and put on a t-shirt or something, you know? But he's like, an oh, executive fit. Yeah. It's the semantics of these things. It's like, come on. It's, you know, it's, don't make me question the basics. That's the, and that's that's logical applied to any company. It's like, but, come on. But Maybe he was stuck in traffic fits and he had time to tape up his fists while he was in the car. We need, the we, need to get the, we need to get the well-known physicist Brian Alvarez to figure out what force did Cody have to hit that barrier with the car and <laughs> knock it over. Uh, <laughs> if you watch it again, there's a they put a bin on front of the barrier so that they didn't damage the car. So it was even goofier. Yeah. I'm assuming you I saw you saw the I love when the, stuff is just you so saw the clip pro of the wrestling. Match as well. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, Which one was that now? That. All of it. The Canadian destroyer and somebody like, missing their spot, and then the springboard. The, the, the cutter. whole, I actually, it's going to be a weird kind of way to break this down. But I really enjoy that match. If you take everything that Penelope Ford did out of it, because all the bad spots involved Penelope Ford, apart from Penelope Ford yeah, existing, like she can have her entrance, but then it's a triple threat match. Perfect. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like the the backbreaker Sheeta gives and I think it was actually to Penelope or it could have been to Britt Baker I can't remember that looked horrifically good but almost everything that Penelope before tried that was somewhat even high risk in terms of technical ability she did not pull off well at all yeah very true like Statlander Baker and Sheeta would have been a class triple threat because at least they have a little bit of uh, experience behind them and they're not fully green and but Penelope I- looks great yeah, I mean, let's face it. Realistically, Penelope was hired because she was going out with Joey Janela and it was a package deal. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. she was hired. They just never tried to find something to do with her. No, and like, so when, when she pulls off those big moves, it looks great. It's like, I'm glad you said moves. Well, she can pull off whatever she wants, to be fair to her. Wee, but, um, it did it. Uh, it's, she doesn't yeah. need to be on TV. She needs a lot more dark work. Again, make from that what you want. I, I, I was going to say, is there a black comment to be made there? Like... <laughs> a libation. Oh, Steve, please indulge. But I'll tell you what, <laughs> one thing I did enjoy kind of post-match was the backstage segment. Nyla Rose gets it when it comes to she delivering a promo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
I really have to be careful what I say around you guys. <laughs> no, this isolation isn't working broken. for you, Vince. Broken. Broken. She, she understands how to kind of deliver a punchline. You know, and when she had that backstage moment with, with Sheeta, you know, she, she, she knows the nuance of how to smile, look at the camera, deliver a line and walk away kind of a thing, which seems like should be one of the easiest things and should be like rule 101 for any performer but you see so many people across both companies completely incapable of doing this yeah now if she can if she can tidy that up with being a, a crisper performer and not getting blown up after two minutes i think they could do a lot with her better or worse than naya 100 percent better oh definitely better that's cool at least I'm not the only one thinking it that's god great. no no, that's much, better. much better. Yeah, that's perfect. No, I said happy, happy. I'm not the only one. Night um, and our day. Yeah, but I still I stand by the tweet I put out. Sheeta deserves better than that women's division, and I will say it every week. Yeah, and I hope and I hope their women's division gets better. And I think some of the matches they've had over the last two or three months have been better than when it started out. But there's still so much further to go. They seriously. When it comes to signing new people at this stage, they need to stop looking at ex WWE guys and focus on that women's division. There's like a chance people, for them. A lot of people they were kind of starting to build up have been affected. They can't make it there. Like B Priestley, they were starting 100%. to build up. 100%. Sha- uh, Shaza, was her, her name? Uh, Shaza McKenna. Uh, Shanna. Yeah. They were building her up as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not. She's French. She's, she can't get there anymore. You know, it's yeah. like a few. But like the biggest problem is, is that they're trying to draw the best talent from a seriously depleted pool because WWE and NXT snapped up everybody. Yeah. That Mayon Classic. Mayon Classic crippled. Yeah. So like, what they need to work on is getting Tessa Blanchard from TNA. Well, she's a free agent, I believe. Is so she? I think she's done with Impact now. Is anyone going to touch her? Given That's the thing. Well, <laughs> Apart from you, Fitz. Touch, sure. touch, 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 please. Please touch. <laughs> Which one is it? Uh, hey. oh, touch. Yes, <laughs> please touch. Steve, please. have a celebratory drink. Um, as, as, as Rory <laughs> said, though, there's, there's too much. There's, there's a lot of baggage. Yeah, a lot of baggage. If, in you, that. Can think, if yeah. you have someone that can handle and, yeah. and deal with it. Mm. Because <laughs> she was, they did get rid of. If you Fitz. sign her, you have to sign Daga. Are they a package deal? He's Daga. her fella, if I remember correctly. Yeah, he's he's decent. Oh. Wasn't he in one of the? He was in Lucha. I think he was in yeah. Impact briefly as well. But he's he's decent. But Steve Steve, Steve won't like him. Is that he's the stage where you're like you too much of Sammy? He was in Super Strong oh, Style one time. Yeah, he was. Like yeah. He is very good though. He's, he's... It's funny thing you'd say. He was in Lucha Underground. Like, wasn't <laughs> everyone in Lucha Underground? And said like everyone on TV was there. Um, but yeah, the reason why she was let go from um, WWE was because yeah, she had yeah. an attitude problem. Was the story that came out. And like, yeah. is so, it one of the people who was knows. apparently involved in some of the stuff? Wasn't B somehow? Or no, wasn't B? Was it Jamie Hayter? Was one of the two of them? I think was somehow negatively impacted by it as well. Who, if you have either of those, which they have both of them. That's a potential issue as well. It's essentially if this is if this is EWR, no, assume... sign it could get you spammed with notifications if you sign her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I assume you mean AEW should sign yeah. her. Yeah. Oh yeah, based on, based on talent alone. Yeah, yeah, WWE just... won't touch her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rory's 
yeah because Rory mentioned in the chat as well that no chance not a hope um, yeah MJF was back this week though yeah there's too many That's people the there from that AEW is MJF back cutting a good promo murdering Marco Stunt with uh, Wardlow oh, yeah. that was that, that was that was good shit um, deeply yeah, uncomfortable he fucked him into the to the barricade and Oh yeah, that Marco stunt. He 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 he's stunt by name, stunt by nature. Because you know he takes a fucking pounding, absolute pounding. Like that, I'm pretty sure that's in his contract. Isolation. You are here to take a pounding, <laughs> consensually or not. I have my clip. <laughs> I just have to splice together some of the Penelope Ford stuff and you saying you are here to take a pounding. <laughs> Touch, touch, please. Uh, touch, 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 please. Touch. What about Vanguard um, One? Do we pour one out for yeah, one? Yeah, uh, R.I.P. Ah, uh, pour one out for your homies. Uh, that was terrible stuff. Why would you do that to poor so, Vanguard One? It's not like he has sure, Vanguard Two probably flying around the place, but. But he, he oh, brought just, it back. And just chilling. He, he poor Vanguard his, One. His stolen property. Was it stolen though? Because it was given to him. True. Do you think Chris Jericho now gets Chris Benoit out of existence because oh, of what he's Jesus. done to Vanguard One? All of his legacy. Does that mean we have to crown a new? That drone didn't do a thing to anyone. Second best. <laughs> Don't spoil oh, it. Yes. I haven't released it yet. That thing. Wink. God. It's good to have something right. in the can. Can you say? You can just go boom. <laughs> can you say? A libation, puff of all. There's still about three mouthfuls left in the other one, but I wasn't going to get a better segue. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, what's this thing with Taz and Darby Allen? Are they hardly teasing like a Taz? Taz doesn't perform anymore, does he? No. no. I'm assuming they have nothing for Taz and no, they have nothing don't. for Darby Allen. Maybe stick like, them together, manager. Fucking do it. It seems a weird combination, mm. though. Has helped Derby win that casino ladder match. It's a strange Maybe. one, but I suppose it, they're playing the long con on it, so we'll have to kind of wait and see what they yeah. do. But it seems odd right now. That's all I'll say. I'm not. I'm yeah. not sure of it. Oh, did they announce? Yeah, I wouldn't have put them That's together. Mentioned the ladder match. Did they announce? Uh, am I going crazy, or did they say that essentially there's a chip going to be hanging above the ring, and that's what you get if you win? So is it is it a chip or is it a contract? Uh, it's it's, it's a. It's I mean, a no, you can't say <laughs> No, a, a casino. It's a, a casino in the ladder. A casino in the ladder chip. To give you a world championship title opportunity. Title shot opportunity. Title opportunity. Iconic contract. But briefcase see, contract. You called out for this. You willed this into existence. That at double or nothing, we're going to have a stadium stampede match. They're going to fight into yes. the field. All over the stadium. It's all because of you. How do you feel? I feel good. I feel vindicated. I feel like people but are listening. It didn't clarify you know, what feels stadium, good. Though. Feels good. <laughs> Bait and switch. Come on, Old Trafford. You gotta have. If, if Tony Khan is willing to foot, foot the bill to improve that place with the damage they <laughs> cause, the Munich do it. <laughs> do it. Old Trafford needs. Oh God, yeah. Old Trafford needs desperately needs renovation. So yeah, let's do it. Well, at Old I Trafford. don't know if you noticed Perfect. this, guys. Uh, um, There's a movie coming out. Oh no! You didn't watch the fight stream, did you? If you watch the fight stream, they did actually do proper ad breaks. Every they didn't have matches going yeah. solely because they wanted to show a okay. different ad every single ad break 
for the new movie featuring John Moxley called Cage Fighter Worlds Collide, which is exclusively on. Fight. I heard him being interviewed. Yeah, I heard him being interviewed Christian, by somebody Christian. I can't remember. Uh, Christian, yeah, Christian features Christian. in the movie as well. Christian. Executive producer on it. No, someone interviewed, as in somebody oh, okay. interviewed John oh, Moxley. Yeah, right. I don't know who I watched him. Oh, maybe that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just took his top off in the middle of the yeah. interview. Like, I'm not <laughs> going to lie. I saw this trailer um, enough to make me want to hate it, but I'm still intrigued, so I want to see it. I'm definitely. And it premieres internationally this Saturday at 7 p.m. ET, exclusively oh, on Fight TV. It's New York City this weekend. I couldn't possibly. How much of the charge? I think it was this weekend. It was. I can't even. I saw it so much. Yeah. I still want to pay attention. But yeah, I think it's this weekend. Brody Lee, um, they did the attack with uh, yeah. Moxley after the Brody Lee. And you finally had a match. competitive match. That was good. It is a uh, sixteen ninety nine dollars for the uh, <laughs> get, get fucked. Get for a twenty percent discount for AEW Plus subscribers. <laughs> it's <laughs> so basically whatever that discount is is the actual it still price. Still costs <laughs> as much as the fucking luxury screen in the eye. They can get fucked. Oh, lads. Shall we talk about how the thought of Lance Archer gets Jake Roberts' penis erect? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hang on. He would have thought of Lance Archer before doing that thing to Brandy last week. Makes a little bit for me with my AW Plus subscription. Just to keep you as updated. Dollars. Dollars. Uh, So if, if. if you and 14 of your friends get around the telly pay a euro we each or whatever you euro too much <laughs> oh god oh. oh man yeah what well, the, the theory on the $50 thing is gonna is already been a topic but is will gather pace towards the start of Dublin is that how much it is over in the UK are or people US? willing to pay f- 50 dollars fit, yeah, yeah. oh baby I mean uh, Whatever about when there's a crowd there, I still think you're crazy spending that much on it. But I mean, that's just the way it is in America. We're, we're lucky we don't have to deal with that. But um, fifty dollars for yeah, a crowdless pay per view. It's a weird one, and it, it's and that's because of the way sell. it's all kind of worked out as well. It's it's not a it's not going to be a very hyped pay per view. Now I know they still have a week of dynamite to go to build it up, but you know it, it's kind of makeshift. You know they. You've, you, you know you have the TNT title match you have Brody Lee and Moxley you have the stadium stampede match now as well uh, you've got the ladder match MJF versus Jungle, uh, Jungle Boy Jungle Jack Boy Perry Jack Boy um, and you've got Sheeta and Nyla Rose I'm probably missing one or two after that but it, it doesn't feel like it's pay-per-view worthy yet it feels like a good episode of Dynamite Rather than a pay per view card. Dean Ambrose versus. Sorry. I was saying their bills was kind of ruined by the fact that they had to tape, you know, three or about a month's worth of TV in about 28 hours or something. So, like, you know, you're restricted with how much you could actually build towards it. The last two weeks is really all they've had properly, bar the tournament, to build towards it. Then you you don't go and kind of bill it at the same level as you would an all out or. Uh, a revolution or whatever it was called you know you, you, you kind of bring it down a tier so okay it's going to be a, an in your house pay-per-view in where, your it's house cost, you where it's going to cost you $15 <laughs> you know still still monetize it yeah. so that it's at a, an elevated level so you expect more than a dynamite but not as high 
what those things exactly, were about. Exactly, yeah. So like a B pay-per-view rather than a, an A pay-per-view. And and you could even use that into the future as well. So while you have the big four, say, in AEW of being all in, all out, double or nothing and uh, evolution or whatever it was called, you could then have your B-level pay-per-views where you can slot in as and when the, the story arc d- demands it. And you can charge the lower tier pay-per-view cost for it. And you can set the expectations of the show based on that. Especially... Uh, what, what? No, no, I was finishing up there. No, no, what I was going to say was just to build on that, especially at a time where they're, where all both of these shows, both AAW and NXT, well, all wrestling is seeing its viewership dropping at the moment. Yeah. Like... All of TV this is was an, Yeah, no, it is. Uh, but, the, but this is an opportunity for them to potentially like at the end of the day your pay-per-view numbers are probably going to drop because people aren't watching it as much so they're not going to pay 50 quid whereas mm. if you drop it to 15 20 quid it's more likely to entice people in because especially cool saturday i can't go out oh you know what this show is on i've been watching this show for a while but i've kind of drifted away from it uh we'll drop a few quid on it we'll get some we'll have some food and we'll relax and watch it Get all my friends. You might get over. people back in. Yeah, get all my friends over and socially <laughs> distance. Watch one it's, it's something that it, it, they have more hope of it succeeding, and more hope of potentially getting people to keep watching if they were to lower the price than by charging a full yeah. fifty quid. At a situation where if people are stuck at yeah. home, they're not watching something that costs a fiver a month on fight, hmm. or or you know, or something that's hmm. on their different TV channels and stuff, and they're still not watching this. Well, charging we're fifty quid is going to make it easier. I guess it. Well, I always think it's an easier sell to sell me a one-off show than a than a subscription that I might not want in a month, even though it might cost less to do this. You feel like you're I'm committing like, to something. Uh, yeah, it's a one-off. Yeah, yeah we should, exactly. We should, I think if you had this pay-per-view for fifteen dollars or twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, she's aware. She's aware. How many years now? Thirty-three, I think. Well, while we're talking June. about ratings and you know uh, the diminishing or the returns on those, can we all agree that you know? kind of judging ratings nowadays is kind of a fruitless measure that it's all that demographic to 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 a degree like you could look at they're falling too you could look at the (laughs) rankings on the night and see okay are they staying consistent are they dropping or falling but like the viewership figures are dropping across the board for for all tv shows so it's not just a wrestling issue right now so comparing i can't understand that what are people? Why are viewerships down across the board when everyone's weeks at home? ago about how it's kind of people are out of the routine. I think it's kind of paraphrasing what Fitz said basically yeah. was there's the whole situation where even if you're at home, you're so used to cool. I go to work, I come home, I do X, Y, Z in this particular order. But everything, what is the norm for people, is so completely thrown out the window, and it's getting worse by the week. Do you know what? I- I'd love it's to see is, and I I don't know if they pull it into some sort of uh, rating ship um, metrics, but is the DVR numbers? Because say if you're not watching it live, because you might be doing a family night or you might be doing other things that you wouldn't normally be doing. If you take a three day DVR and say, okay, has the viewership maintained, increased, decreased over three day DVR? Then how are you going to see it? Rory makes a good point. Unemployed, there's 30, 30 million people in the US unemployed now. People cancelling cable. Like, you know, sure. well. Plus, we don't. We'll never know how many people illegally stream it as well. So, like, if I mean, couldn't be at that. I, what about your morals? But what people, about your morals? People love watching wrestling and, and the value of a pound note to a billionaire. Like, if it was up to me, I would watch wrestling twenty four. 
Dotnet. <laughs> uh, so, so like, the, the whole thing is, I mean, like, I now obviously working from home from this PC that's in the sitting room where I usually usually watch TV. Once I finish work, I'm like, I want to get away from this PC mm-hmm. for a little bit. It's it's yeah yeah routines. You could you could just move your office out of the and then you room. think of all the where? people doing. There's no space. Everyone else is using all the space. Setting up out in the kitchen. Get buy a table and get it set up out the kitchen next to the boys. <laughs> but yeah, I think there's a lot of people doing um, quarantinis on Zoom as well because they, they have to keep up with their friends oh, now yeah. when they didn't have to in the past because you meet yeah. them at work, you meet them for lunch, I'm you meet I'm them for a pint. work quarantinis you know. on a uh, couple of like, hours actually. I see like my, my friends are back in Waterford. Like, I see them more now than I have in years. Like I, I, I hadn't talked to yeah. Kelleher in around about two years until the chat was on with you a couple of weeks ago. You know, that sort of stuff. Like Now, the one thing I, I mentioned last night, people brought up the UFC as what hurt because UFC did a show on Wednesday night as well. UFC only did 158,000 mm. viewers. It that had no effect but on But I, I wonder if you AEW took those really. figures and threw it against the two wrestling shows, would you be at a more normal figure for the two wrestling shows? Because there definitely would have been a higher proportion of people watching UFC that Some. would have watched wrestling rather than anything else on TV. Overall, it was down uh, about a hundred. I don't think there is thousands. The wrestling was. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I wonder. I, like, I mean, that would be to consider. That would be to assume. I should say that everyone that left that oh, night was yeah, watching no, UFC. I wouldn't say everyone, everyone but I was would watching think UFC that was all those people who watched viewers, UFC you know, that night. If they were to watch something else on TV at that time. Like they more likely would have watched wrestling rather than something else. My six hundred pound life. I don't know, dude. Grocery games. You know, there's a lot of good shit on that night. <laughs> the Lego thing. <laughs> <laughs> Repeats. No, no, it's uh, everyone. Survivor uh, is, is back apparently. Um, someone said it to me last night. Said eight million viewers watching Survivor Jeez, last night, show. or Wednesday night. Great show. Oh, there was a great comment underneath Alvarez saying someone mentioned there's eight million people watching Survivor and that's the last episode. I wonder will the wrestling shows get a bump next week? <laughs> like, no. You think that both shows are gonna have four million viewers next week? <laughs> it's brilliant. The optimism of some people. Watch uh, both shows on top a million now next week. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, four million each, dude. Four million each. It's about who gets closer to five. Raw, that's what we're talking about. Raw is gonna be the one we're la- we're laughing at the ratings of next week. <laughs> Again, <laughs> again, as always. Yeah. Um, Actually, how did Raw do this week? Was it a new low? Um, Shite. One nine or something. Yeah, it wasn't a new low anyway. No, one nine. So they, they rebounding decently. Anyway. So I say a lot of people tune in to see what was going on there. Look, it's all about the return of yeah. the iconics. We all yeah. know it. Iconic. Search your feelings. Yeah, you know to be true. The back. They have know. a new finisher. The tragic um, killer. It's beautiful. <laughs> Oh, fuck these people. <laughs> Their finisher is a reverse magic killer. Yeah. yeah. Tra- tragic killer is the only is the only name I can think of for it. NXT then? Anything jumping out? The cross video was good. Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher show. Uh, oh yeah, they used the yeah. the end is near for a cross, didn't yeah. they? The old Armageddon. Caden Carter and Aaliyah stole the show. They always do. <laughs> Look at them there being beautiful. Oh god, that was a terrible, terrible, terrible match. I mean, nothing. I want to give. I'm gonna, and this is gonna, this is so fucked up. I'm going to give Aaliyah some credit because she's done the one thing that we have commented on many times. During her entrance, she played to the camera and spoke to the people <gasps> at home saying, I hope you're, or well, it may, not, it may have been backstage to Robert Stone, but she turned around and said, I hope you're watching and winked at the camera, the camera that was on the ground as she was getting in through the ropes. 
the yeah. one it's something we've said countless times over the last ironically, couple of weeks they need to do it and it's Aaliyah of all people is the first person to properly it's fucking it's go ironic that you say that because my one of my biggest gripes of NXT this week was Tegan Knox doing the exact opposite of that yeah she, she comes out and does like, okay. yeah. the what big, is with what is with every single female star in WWE why do they all have to have a pose at the top of the ramp why is that a thing why it's all of them it's and a lot of the male wrestlers do it too They're oh no I mean like the they walk out to the middle of the ramp stop do some sort of sultry pose and then walk to the ring and then do their thing in the corner or stand up the rope and look in the crowd and why are they still doing this it's hard to be said for only Larkin figure up and walking along like only rules. Just walk out Only rules, lads. So it turns out that Aaliyah was the greatest of all the PC um, graduates then. She figured it out before anyone else. And she turns out to be, to be the fair, best she's been there long enough. Of all of them. She should be teaching uh, classes. Yeah, no, it's, it's like as, as shite as she is, credit where it's due, she done the one thing that I've been saying. One of the two things I've said they need to do more of was play to the cameras and cut out all of this overselling of stuff for fucking 10-15 seconds when you're waiting for a crowd to get hot that's not there yes. they've slowly started getting rid of the one thing but they seriously need to sort this whole playing to the crowd versus playing to the cameras they're taught so much to play to mm-hmm. a crowd and ignore cameras that it, they can't break that mental link yep and they're they not have able to, to break think. that link yeah, they, they can't, can't think for themselves they're, they're not taught to think they're not taught to no. think they're not trained to think and now is where you're starting to see that suffer. And again, to an extent, yeah. AEW has had less of that. There's still the odd time where you'll yeah. see some of the greener people will still do it. But for the most this part, AEW hasn't to, had that problem. This is where you need to get coaches in there, the likes of Daniel Bryan, who who has yeah. probably wrestled in front of 10 people and still yeah. is able to put on a show. He's able to tell people and teach people, okay, well, you've got no, nothing to bounce your your moves off of you. You've got no reaction to listen to see if something hit or didn't hit. You need to know by performing a move whether it's worked or not. If it worked, then move on to plan A. If it didn't work, then move to plan B. But the problem is there's so many people there that have been around far too long that just don't know any better. Yeah. I hate to say it. You're even looking at some of the top people in the company now. When you look at, and and it feels weird including this person in the top, but the likes of a Corbin, the likes of a Strowman. These are people who have only done, they've only done WWE. They've only done performance entertainment. Well, they have performed in front of bigger crowds and whatever, and they've obviously done their house shows, so they'll have they'll have enough reps in it, they'll have a bit of an idea as opposed to NXT people. But these are people who have not done that paying the dues, so to speak, of in front of 10, 50 people. And it's showing. It's, 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 start, it's yeah. really starting to show. Um, yeah, it's just, just a pet peeve that I think is starting to grate um, on a lot of us is... They need to need to play to the people at home. That's your audience now. You you don't have a crowd. Your crowd is at home. The, you need it's they're in it's the in your house. People at home. It's the only thing. Boom. And that's the only <laughs> thing go. in the main roster of people doing it. There's you know? It's a good segue though. Uh Triple H, uh Shawn Michaels and Road Dog announced that In Your House is coming back June seventh. An NXT takeover in your house. That's kind mm, of cool. Yeah. I love the logo. Cool all for it. All for it. That'd be fun. They gotta do the set. They have to do the set with the house, though. I mean, there has to be a house. Like that was the set. beauty of it. Are you mad? Um, see, that's I did custom. enjoy the main event of NXT. Um, I thought the technical match between Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher. I really enjoyed. Yeah. 
after, after they lost I, they the title, nice. turn on each other. They gave it too soon. They gave that way too soon. I don't understand they why they couldn't have had the tag match be the main event, and the shock moment was you know Thatcher walking out, and then have the match build for next week or the week after. It just felt very rushed that they, they got through this very quickly. Or, you know, at, at NXT TakeOver. Yeah, in that, they, house, they, that's perhaps. the thing. They probably will have a match at that yeah. show. But yeah. it's not the first one. You know, the, the first that should that you build up to this blow-off feud. I, like I said, I agree with Nick. The match was fantastic. I couldn't fault the match itself. Wait. Pause. We need to go back. We didn't even talk about Dash or fucking Chuck. Orton and Edge <laughs> Greatest match of all time The best wrestling match ever We haven't got the wall yet What the, They hung that girl out to dry there <laughs> yeah, Ah we kind of did there Kind of did Yeah we, Yeah, yeah. Ah great, fuck it Okay carry on Unpause 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 I'm working at 6 o'clock more after that I think Possibly Oh man you're going to miss the greatest wrestling match ever Fuck it This is what it is I'll stay up for one way or the other Some fucking idiot Greatest wrestling Not match greatest. ever. Anyway, NXT. Um, any other thoughts on Ballard NXT? Priest. That'll be good. Bleeding Priest. Priest. He has to say Bleeding Priest. <laughs> Just he for has you want to that say it. Right. Oh, God, yeah. Bleeding it was good. Priest. Um, I'd like the, 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 the kind of moment that Swerve had with the backstage promo leading to your man with the abs and no personality beating him up before the match with Gallagher. What's his name? Tony Nese, sorry. Can't stand him. Tony uh, Abs' brother, Tony Abs. I like that little kind of caveat in the story that they're kind of mixing together between those two matches that led to Gallagher getting the win over Swerve. Um, oh, that was good. Tony Abs thing got me better than it should have. <laughs> you all right, Steve? I'm all good. Am I? Oh man. <laughs> am I the Tony only Abs. one not liking or not loving this whole Gargano Candace weird thing they're doing right now? I, like I don't the, like the filters. Phil, yeah, the whole look at the camera when they go fully, fully heel and the chill filter changes is weird. But uh, it's different. Things different is good. Ish. He's going to get his head ripped off by crossing around about three months' time and everything will be all right with the world. I, I, I suppose the problem is I, I don't see where they're going with it. I can't picture an end game for it. So Hopefully it, not more than five kilometers from their house. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's just... Because we've, we're so used to seeing Johnny wrestling face Johnny and Candace being the happy-go-lucky kind of girl sidekick that was happening there for the last two years, they haven't really gone full heel yet per se in my mind. They're obviously bad people, but they're still kind of tweening to a degree where they're smarmy rather than bad. What that, it's that righteous, it's the yeah. righteous heel type thing, isn't it? So yeah. heel. Which? The camera mm. and the filter changes. Yeah, the screen goes black and white. Gotcha. It I tells think me those people. For me, are the destination is probably going to be better than the journey with these two, because I'm not enjoying it right now, and I, I I need to see the payoff before I can properly judge it. I think. Um. So ratings wise, AW win, even though they had their lowest rating yet. Um. Uh, NXT have gone lower, so I don't know net positive I don't know AEW their lowest but NXT didn't they've already hit their lowest part so I don't know be interesting to see if they go up again next week uh, so that leaves it as AEW 27 to 6 from NXT 
Um, our score is currently AW14 NXT 18. How are you voting, boys? I obviously have abstained because I didn't see them. <laughs> I'll kick it off with a vote for AEW. I thought it was just a better overall show this week. Um, I enjoyed it more than NXT. I think the people ringside add a lot more to it and they can make something average seem good, something good seem great, and something bad seem average. Whereas NXT is just... The, the, the silence is killing me silence. right now um, and the, the stale parts of matches are, are getting quite bad um, and I don't think like you said earlier they're not doing enough to kind of cover over those or make things more exciting or exhilarating than the the, the rest spots the, the I would have liked it a lot more if we didn't have the, the payoff match between Riddle and Thatcher on the same show Um as good as the match was i thought it was a, a wasted opportunity um that's twice in a week they've wasted that opportunity because they've done the same with drew and andrade on raw this week as well it's unnecessary yeah. you know what if you're looking at the ratings and judging the, the performance of your show on the ratings then surely what's going to bring back the ratings is give them something to look forward to yeah. you know if, if you want to get people to tune into your show next week Give them a reason to, to tune in. Oh. So if you wanted people to watch NXT next week, then say, oh my God, what's the fallout going to be from Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher? Is Riddle going to get his hands on him? You know, give the people something to, to look forward to. Whereas now, it's like, really? You've you've kind of given away that match already? I think I think they've already announced Priest Balor for next week, haven't they? I think they've already announced Priest Balor and Rhea EO mm. for next week. But um, yeah, I'm... Uh, I'm gonna double down on Fitz and I'm gonna say AEW this week. A rarity. I'm actually gonna say AEW. Um yeah, it's, it's rare it is rare, I'm looking at your history. Um yeah, no, similar enough situation to Fitz. Like neither show blew me away this week. Hmm. But NXT just there's still NXT has too many of my pet peeves happening at once for me to give it a win this week. It's a, it's a case of lesser of two evils Nick. in this one realistically for me for this week. AEW was solid whereas NXT still pissed me off a bit I am going to give it to NXT this week it was really close I wasn't overly gone either but as I said I really liked that main event and just a couple of the other things that I love that song I just love that song that's so yeah. that, that it if that wasn't okay. it I would have went the other way the only champion on Raw that wasn't pinned this week was a champion that is my note for this week seriously <laughs> all all the champions were pinned this week except for Drew who himself oh, pinned a champion sorry. It's ridiculous. I know it's Actually, one of my pet peeves. I while we're keep talking, talking about, about champions it, but... on Raw this week, uh, NBA, WWE, what did you think? Basketball. Uh, Not basketball. Basketball is better. Why Why did they say that they couldn't play basketball only to reveal after the game my that they could play basketball when the point of it was, no, but the point of it was to prove that they could do anything they, they, they could they do. Proved they proved that they're better, good actors. Whatever the phrasing was. It proved that they're good at three point throws, but aren't good in. Yeah, just you know, it that sense. one of them is. Who one of them that? is good at three point throws, but they their their one to one game clearly isn't up to start, stretch. So this is just a bit of mind games. Check no. the ball is fine. Check. I, I'm not going to lie. Like, as soon as I saw this was announced, I immediately said to you, "This is twenty four seven worthy." It it didn't live up to the to the disappointment that. that I was expecting. Yeah. 
didn't live up to the yeah. disappointment I was expecting. Tyler still made thing. no sense. Well, hey, 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 I'm here for a good time, not hey. a long time. But um, respect. And of course, we had the the triple threat, the the triple header of misery for me. It was moment of bliss plus the iconics plus pins the champion to get a title shot equals worst segment of all time. It's all the things That's I hate because you're a into sexist a bastard. Package. He, he's just he just preferred Peyton because she was it, smaller yeah. in NXT or lighter in NXT. <laughs> her her accent is terrible. I've always been all a big Stevie fan Melzer of the iconics. I'll <laughs> say all about all about Billy Kay. Peyton Royce's accent annoys me. Sounds too forced and fake. Like, don't get me wrong. Oh. I'm not going to sit here and say they're the best wrestlers in the world. They're they're absolutely not. They're above average at best. How but, dare you! But, <laughs> you just pop yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much. The um, I'm running out my nose. I've been trying to tone down the Greta work. <laughs> trying to tone down the Greta work, and I was like, ah, oh, person. Just, just like how Nia Jax understands how to deliver a promo. Billy Kay is absolutely fantastic on the mic. Comedic timing is a talent. Yeah. And she has it. Got to be joking no. me. Please <laughs> you leave, leave, leave Billy Bay alone. <laughs> Billy Look, Bay. You know if all three of us are agreeing on something, uh, there, there must be an element of truth to it, Steve. And oh, you, yeah. you know you are the old cantankerous one of the lost. So, yeah. like, come on. Millions of people watch the Kardashians' fits. It, it means it's mean good it's for good. them. Actually, okay. one, one, one <laughs> right. highlight of Raw this week. Buddy Murphy got a decent amount of ring time. He did. You got the shit kicked out oh, of yeah. him for most of it. Four hour rounds of shell shock. Gordo, tag team rules. <laughs> Talk us through what happened in that match. Yep. Um, <laughs> essentially, yep. 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 it's very simple. And Alvarez was giving a stink about this, but it shows how little he fucking knows about anything again. Um, he doesn't essentially, watch what the happened show. was Ray was going for the 619 as the legal man, and the illegal man, Rollins, grabbed him and interfered and ripped him out of the ring. Essentially, under WWE rules, if I remember correctly, the legal man is allowed to make contact with the illegal man, but the illegal man is not allowed to interfere with the legal man at any point during the match, otherwise it causes a DQ. Therefore, uh, sorry, with the exception of one pinfall breakup attempt. And a five-second... And a five-second switchover rule after a tag. Hmm. So essentially, referee made a good call. I know, but it's just so weird. And like, I, I agree with you. Like, I like that rule. I, I, I like that it happened. It, it confused the hell out of me when it happened. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, yeah, WWE, this weird tag rule. Uh, yeah, it's a strange rule. Uh, but technically, if you're going by the rules that have been laid down, ref made a good call. It's a good stoppage. Also be nice. Well, it makes perfect sense when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It makes sense when you think about it. Why should the illegal guy be yeah. allowed to attack the legal guy? makes total sense um, it's just they don't do that type of DQ very often it's usually a very obvious oh what's he doing oh no it has to be a chair it's, it's always anyway. behind the rest back yeah. yeah 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 it's good I yeah, the but now if it happens again in six months time everyone except Alvarez will know what's happened because <laughs> you know he doesn't watch the show yeah <laughs> but Mauro's commentary um, ruined that Gargano Champa match room <laughs> look all I know is Otis managed, managed to lose 25 pounds and climb that ladder. Yep. That he didn't climb. <laughs> Fuck. Do you think it's a bit do you think it's a bit at this stage? Do you think it's just like hey, it's it's get it's driving traffic towards the site I don't or think towards he's that YouTube smart. or Twitch. Either that or he's baked off his tits. Maybe. 
I mean, if it was at the stage where I've been rumbled like that twice now in quick succession, I'm like, you know what? It's getting our name out there. Good publicity, bad publicity. Maybe, maybe. I don't want to believe anything. I'm a wrestling fan. I don't believe anything I hear until I see it. Can we all applaud Jake Roberts for, you know, telling women where they should really be? Oh, I haven't checked Twitter yet. How dare you? That that had to that got a grab. Greta, that Greta who joined the CNN panel on climate change this week. No, on uh, epidemic. Uh, uh, epidemic, the COVID rather, not on climate change and the the COVID, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. The immunologists. Yeah. No, I was I was purely just um, saying verbatim what Jake the Snake Roberts said in the hopes that it'll go viral and you know will become internet sensations because women deserve to be uh, in the house where they belong. Again, paraphrasing. Right now we're all in the house. Yep, yep. But but whose house? In your house. He was talking about safety. It was about social distancing and isolation. (laughs) So really, what Jake the Snake was saying that everyone should just said everyone should everyone should order anything in your house. Since you would like off it. So really, what they should have done is got Jake the Snake and not Mm. Greta. Jake the Snake does happen. Do you know what they should do if they're really smart for? NXT takeover in your house or whatever you want to call it actually put out couches and like kitchen tables create an actual house yeah. environment around the ring like what else have you got to lose let all the married couples sit in the fucking have a second ever good housekeeping match to be fair <laughs> this is what mid-June so it's four weeks away they will literally be allowed to have fans in the arena at that stage yeah. So why not have you know a house set up and people watching different areas? Yeah, AEW did yeah. it oh, already. Oh, they're smart. Guess, yeah. you know, get them in if you can, and um, whatever capacity they're allowed there, and they're not focusing too much attention on them, so they're kind of getting away with uh, without any blowback. And as we all know, the internet loves AEW anyway. My worry with WWE going back to like the AEW fans are not like you know the the people in person that shows are not like toxic type chanters of when they get bored of matches the twitter crowd are a different breed altogether but different <laughs> if you get any if you get a chicago crowd or you know that kind of way say they go and they get an arena in chicago and you can let 25 percent in there do you know what I mean? or you go to canada you know these kind of you know those types of crowds where the the fans can turn on a match what happens when you can't <sighs> change the volume when you can't just turn the crowd off and boost the other ones because they're still going to be picked up because there's so few people you in this play, small little warehouse. You dub in crowd noise over it. Yes. I yes. Guess so. Yes. Like what happens if someone, what if Triple H and Roman Reigns are having a, a fucking a great WrestleMania main PC, event and then people start <laughs> people start singing for Bailey. I mean, there's not much you can do about that. So you're going to, it's going to have to be friends and family or wrestlers first because I, I can't see how they're going to, you know, it's odd. Yeah. It's odd. I don't know. Hey, we want some bail. Oh, it'll be a, it'll be an interesting, interesting couple of weeks ahead, boys. I think. I am conscious of time now for fits. Yeah. So, um, um, anything else you want to talk about? Skenzie at the old Twitter. Um, mm. David Starr is saying some commie shit again. Um, Will Osprey <laughs> is not as good as The Rock. Uh, that's not on Twitter. It's just a fact of life. Um. <laughs> Opens Twitter. Ah, Dale look, Star Gordo, saying can crazy you say something shit, nice about Will Ospreay? It's Rean's birthday. It is Rean's birthday. He's nineteen. Birthday. Such an old, old young man. So he is. Something nice about Will Ospreay. Um, oh, happy birthday, Rean. <laughs> not the worst wrestler I've ever seen. <laughs> he, 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 
He knows how to acrobatic fair, we, good. Yeah. We do like Oh, no, Osprey. I do. I, I, I love Osprey. Yeah, take the piss out of Rian. Look it up, chat him a couple of times. But do we like Osprey more than trolling Rian? No. No. Oh, yeah. No, no. But if you want to see if there's a possibility of Will Osprey doing quite well and us showing our love for Will Osprey, I'm sure there's an OB show that will pop out at some stage where people will be able to listen along and. See about her love of yep. Will Ospreay and other wrestlers because it may even appear tomorrow. Oh, or something. We might get on that. Is Will like, Ospreay the best wrestler in the world, or is he merely second? Or is it... you'll have to you'll have to tune in to the B Show episode seven. Or is he just cannon tomorrow. fodder and just in there to fill a number like Toriano normally is in the all uh, G one every year? I guess the best thing to do would be to the, listen to the B Show. The B stands for best tomorrow. <laughs> the B stands for or does the B stand for bollocks well, if, yeah, if you do want to catch our B show or Probably. any of our other podcasts from down through the last nearly three years boys we're closing in on three years now that's kind of frightening but uh, if people do want to get more of us they can find us on all their favourite podcast apps so we're on SoundCloud, Stitcher we're on iTunes, Google Podcasts essentially wherever you find your podcast you'll find us um, if you are on anywhere that has a rating system or anything like that make sure to give us an old five star review give us a like share whatever the hell you have to do essentially we want more people to listen to our bollocksology every week triple XP I agree with Fitz okay the, the double XP didn't with, work the, at the time we wanted people to rate us on iTunes one. or Stitcher not one rating and there's fucking hundreds okay, of people okay, listening okay, to okay, us okay 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 Gordo will give a complimentary it. reach around to everyone who gives us a five star rating or proof. he won't Whichever is your preference. I won't give <laughs> yeah. you a complimentary passed out reach around. <laughs> People are like, yeah, I'm just going to get onto iTunes and type in five. No fucking way am I typing five stars <laughs> exactly. now. I mean, I mean, that fucker is going to talk not a hope in hell. Um, but on top of all those, you can also get us on Wrestling Soup. It's WrestlingSoup.com. There's a host of other podcasts on there regarding wrestling, sports, entertainment. Um, honestly there's so much content on there you're, you're sure to find something for whatever your podcast needs are also make sure to check out the wrestling soup boys themselves and f- uh, subscribe to their patreon where they're turning their content uh, pretty much every day at this stage sometimes they'll even have two pods up in a day it's uh, it, it's day 62 it's, or it's 63 insane the stage, they're putting out. Um, and it's and they're not short yeah. shows they're putting out either they're pumping out high quality stuff every day hour and a half usually uh, so, yeah, yeah. so make sure to check them out um, yeah and also a shout out to our good friends at Canvas Theory uh, canvastheory.com uh, if you go on there and use the promo code AWP for a Ledge Wrestling Podcast you get 10% off your entire order currently shipping only to US but Europe will be coming soon we don't have a time frame on it yet it will be coming soon we promise Nick was yeah, on last actually. week and said it will happen it allegedly will happen soon blame the COVID uh, at the end of the day, I think, yeah, I think at the end of the for all of us, we all, we, all, we all want that to happen at this stage because we've plugged them off enough. We're going to get some free hats shipped over here, you know? So, uh, Nick, <laughs> if you're listening, wink, wink. Yeah. My my head is no, now cold. So yeah, if it's, we, we, we don't want, we don't Shake. want, yeah. I have, I have to say, I think this. And he did give us a, he did give us a sneak yeah. peek at the next product. I missed well. that. If you like your hats, I missed, you'll like I your next product. I missed it last week. Sad face. Ripsky. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Have we got Fair any uh, locks? So we can we find any locks of the week for uh, Smackdown this week. Smooth Jimmy coming out. Ooh, Some Raw uh, superstar will be there. Yep. 
Smooth Jimmy's luck. Otis confirms that he's going to use the um, money in the bank contract slash briefcase slash opportunity at the tag team titles. Yeah, that's a big lock, all right. It's or what if I can't oh, see Otis challenging for the title? What, what if Mandy mm. was to manage to persuade him to leave her use the briefcase for a shot at the women's title? Ooh. How could she do such a thing? What way could she possibly With persuade her this man to let her do that? She does have boobies, and I do love boobies. Yeah.